previously on Getting Dicey. Ah, you're here for the tour! Yes! I am going to run. Is that all you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, no, I'd like to keep running. Just before you fell, saw what looked like a goblin but slightly different, okay. and he was dragging what looked like another shape behind him. <gasps> we have broken the majority of their number. We uh, we do need to uh, regroup. So I'm going to protest thoroughly that we go back to the room with the cheese. Mm. I'll prepare some crackers. I rolled a 19 for cheese. Are you all <laughs> rolling for cheese? I have rolled a 12 for cheese. <laughs> okay. I found, Please give me I found, 12 cheese. I found this cheese. <laughs> 12 cheese. As you guys make your way into that little area, um, it looks what as the if fuck? the goblins told you. have made their way across. Christ! How long do you guys sit around for? We've been out there for <laughs> ages. Jesus. How about eat your own shit? <laughs> as you approach, you can hear the goblin leader. Halt! I think maybe this will change things. He reaches kind of behind him and pulls... Some guy sort of like alongside him, and he is looking not very good. Yes, you'll listen to Yemek, won't you? Bring me the head of Clug! With a roll of 20, that goes flying straight into Yemek's head. Yemek has been killed. And I guess at that point, as you guys um, exit the cave, we do find that you have completed oh. Act 1. Getting dicey. <laughs> you guys have you guys have just uh, revived Sig. Uh, no, sorry, revived Baron, uh, the Baron, and you've also revived Silda. Um, and he's just given you some information about um, what's been happening uh, leading up to to you guys finding him. Um, he's he's still he's not fully recovered um and you guys uh, it's probably i think you've been in here long enough that it's maybe two or three in the morning so heading outside is gonna is gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty dark outside um what what exactly would you guys like to do to begin with i wonder if we should search the bodies to see if they have anything of value agreed uh yeah okay cool there's um the majority of the yeah. bodies the majority of the bodies that you've found um we won't go through one by one that you've killed a lot of different things i think there's been like 20 something deaths in this in this cave itself um there's it seems like the majority of the of what you might expect they might be carrying like coins and stuff um no one's really carrying anything uh it's all been grabbed up by clark and was had been put in that treasure chest that um dave uh, Loris had quickly uh, sort of run to to open. Um, the 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 one thing that you do find uh, is on Yemek's body. And it's just a it's a small um, empty. It's just like an empty snuff box uh, with the words um, "dreams" just inscribed on it. Um, but that's that's really all there is. There's a couple of dead wolves lying around. There's a bunch of dead goblins, a dead bugbear, um, and you've kind of already taken. Uh, the coins and statue and health potions from the treasure chest. There's still some provisions. There's still some like meats and cheeses. 
uh, lying around. But I really don't want to get into cheese right now because <laughs> we saw where that went um, last time. Um, seeing seeing you guys kind of all sort of scavenge around for stuff, um, Silda kind of pipes up and um, he, he sort of says, "Well, uh, so I, I wonder if you've seen my my gear uh, anywhere around here. I had like some pretty decent stuff, uh, but uh, I mean I haven't had really a chance to look around. Have you seen my my gear anywhere?" <laughs> I haven't seen any gear. Have you seen any gear? No, I haven't seen anything. What kind of gear? Um, I had a pretty cool sword, uh, and a little satchel with my things, like some some potions and just adventuring gear. I had a rope. I missed that rope. That was a good rope. Um, <laughs> they mentioned. Look, I, all I can say is, we, uh, I'd heard that um, that Clark beast. Mentioned that uh, Gundren was was being taken to a place uh, somewhere somewhere else somewhere called I think it was a castle a Cragmore Cragmore Castle I think so if look if they've taken him they've probably taken my gear as well I, I don't know I mean this this little crossbow you've given me um, metal metal boy is being is gonna is be pretty sweet. Um, but I think if Gundren's alive and my gear is still alive, then I think maybe I don't know. We need to we need to get to this this castle, or if you even I don't know. I mean, I could do it whether you care or not. I don't know. And he just kind of mumbles to himself. Of course, we will help you. It is our duty. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, what castle were they going to? Castle. Uh, it was a Cragmore Castle. Um, Cragmore. Yeah, Mister Silda. You said you were proficient with a blade. Oh, I just said I had a pretty sweet one. Uh, yeah. I have a uh, goblin scimitar here that you can use. And he kind of he kind of winces at it. He's like, I've seen enough of those to last me a lifetime. And uh, he's he's still kind of covered in scars from from his encounter um, with them. Um, he sort of he says to you guys like, Look, uh, I, I'm I. Uh, I was meant to meet up with a dear friend of mine, a wizard, uh, by the name of Iano. I just call him Ian, just Ian for short. Um, he, he made his way to Fandolin. I was a couple of months back and I, he was going to sort of set up wizardry stuff and make sure everything was all right. And I was going to catch up with him and sort of hang out and do cool things in the village. But, um, this, here I am now, but, Look, I can't pay you, but if you can help me get to Fandolin, I'm sure good old Ian will chuck some coin your way if you can just make sure I get there safe. But, of course, we were already on our way there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Silda, have you been to Fandolin from this location before? Do you know the quickest route or the safest, perhaps? I can see you thinking about it. I'm not sure if you're confident of this location. We can always travel south back to the main road where we were. Mr. Gill, Loris, Baron, American, Silda, what do you guys all think? Gill is outside the cave. Oh, sorry, what was that, John? Gill is outside the cave. When last we left, uh, I was looking for Clark and his, um, his friend's body. 
All right, I mean, we can we can just sort of bounce to that for now. Um, Gil, it's pretty dark out here. It's two, three in the morning. It's probably about three in the morning right now. The moonlight is kind of shining, uh, lighting up the water a little bit and the surrounding area just a little. But with your one, uh, one elven eye, you spot like Clark's body and this goblin body kind of entangled within each other um, up on the on the sh- like on the edge of that that little river leading out of the cave. Mm-hmm. Clark. My old nemesis. <laughs> uh, I search his body. Um, Clug is. Let's have a look. Let's see. Let's see what we've got on um, Clug here. We'll just see. He's, it looks like he's. All right. Okay. There's. All right. I'm gonna do. A, I'm just gonna do a bit of a roll here just to see exactly what Clug's got on. He does have like a little pouch on him, unlike um, pretty much anybody else. Um, mm. Have a look here. Uh, and inside this little pouch, uh, there's 23 gold pieces. Uh, he doesn't seem to have um, anything else on him of, of note. That's and a lot. I'm assuming the goblin is a similar situation. The the goblin has no no little pouch on him. He's 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 basically. It's clear that there was like a level. Like if you had coins, you had to give them to Clark. Basically, yeah. What a society. Upon <laughs> recovering that from his body, I'll. Head back inside the cave with the uh, twenty-three gold pieces and the fine pouch they came in. Okay, perfect, perfect. Uh, you, you take those. Uh, so you're going to head back into the cave, or yes, yes. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. So, what would you guys like to do? You've searched the you've searched the cave. There's nothing really, nothing else of note in here. Uh, it's dark well, outside. Addressing the party, I just. I want to let you all know, I found Clark's body. There was not much uh, to be said of him. Uh, there were a handful of gold coins, which I'm happy to distribute. Uh, but it's quite late out there. I, don't, I seem to have lost track of time. It, it's kind of the middle of the night. I suggest perhaps we should rest up here for the remainder. Um, maybe eat some meat and some cheese. <laughs> and uh, then head out come first light. Good man, Mr. Gill. I agree that that room with the cheese and meats is probably the most defensible position. I'm happy to do that. It also has the most cheese in it. <laughs> Roll for cheese! Oh no, not again! <laughs> <laughs> um, also, hey chaps, Thunderstick. What a great name for a uh, for a great follower. Thank you. You're awesome for giving us a follow. Um, yeah, I'm assuming it was the callback to the cheese yet again. I'm getting a little tired of it. <laughs> I wish I'd never mentioned it. The damn cheese. All right. Cheese is much like a zoo. Remember. <laughs> Um, I'm going to make sure I never mention anything like a zoo. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've learnt John's lesson there. I'm just contemplating death. (laughs) After what happened to me. My goodness. (laughs) I am as well. (laughs) It wasn't so bad. Hmm. As I sleep tonight, I will surely be seeing goblin heads cleaved constantly and over, over and over in front of my eyes. 
cool. Um, sort of Sildar sort of makes his way. Uh, let's let's move Sildar. I I didn't update his token. I should have updated his token, but Sildar uh makes his way into the cavern and kind of um uses some of the provisions to to make him a real basic makeshift bed uh, and and lays down for the night. After Sildar uh, mentioned his stuff being uh, maybe being here, is it okay if I check uh, the room? Yeah, if it's being stashed away in a secret place so that the other goblins didn't find a special sword or something like that. Yeah, but I, yep, you can you can have a little look around. Give me a perception check or an investigation check, maybe. Okay, investigation. <clears throat> do, do, do. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> Does a pop up window now? Okay. <laughs> investigation. Hey, oh, that's wrong. Actually. <laughs> that wrong? Yep. Uh, hey. five. Nice. All right, with a roll of twenty-one, you don't seem to find any of um of Sildar's gear, but kind of tucked tucked behind um in this uh, corner of the room, behind one of the barrels is just like a a, a small kind of like you notice like a, a small bunch of pebbles that have kind of mounted up, and you you sort of scratch away at them, sort of move them to side and. There's uh, a little dugout, uh, and inside the dugout is is like uh, about eight gold pieces with a with a little note um, scrawled in in goblin tongue. So I don't know if any of you guys uh, does anyone speak goblin? I found some gold mm. and some pebbles. It is not a language worth learning. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, um, well. Well, it's probably a love letter or something to Clark. <laughs> well, I for one would I would like to uh, investigate this box with the dreams written on it. Is there anything I can mm-hmm. learn about that? Uh, just to save you a roll, it is just an empty snuff box. It smells faintly of of tobacco, um, and there's empty just the dreams. word just the word dreams in, engraved. An empty um, what box? A, little, a snuff box. They're like the little things that people would keep theirs. Their snuff in, I guess. Snort it. Yeah, it would either be they'd either keep like tobacco, chewing tobacco, or like snuff for like snorting. It's like I've never come across that term before. That's yeah, it's disturbing a, at first pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's there's sort of no traces of anything left in it. Um, you don't even know if if Yemit got his hands on it when it still had something in it. Um, looks like it might have been emptied for quite some time. Sad dreams. I'm gonna cast um. Comprehend languages as a ritual. So. Okay, what, what is that? What does that require? Um, I just have to spend time casting a ritual, and I'm not sure how long that takes. It might be like <laughs> ten, minutes. ten minutes. Ten minutes. Is it? All right, we can. Ten minutes, and then I can comprehend languages. <laughs> cool. Is there anything you guys want to do before? Oh, sorry, it's spoken languages that you hear. Oh, oh no! Uh... And you can also understand any written languages that you see, but you must be touching the surface. Which the words are written that takes about one minute to read one page of text. Okay, okay, and that ca- like so. Do you still have to prepare f- prepare for ten minutes? Is anyone does anyone want to spend the next ten minutes doing something, or should we just uh, imagine you guys are all sort of bedding down? Yep. Yeah, okay. down, surely. Okay. So, um, as you stare at this thing, uh, you can slowly make the the name of Clark uh, written there, uh, and it looks to be just made up of a few words, uh, and it just says. Not Clark's mine. 
And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> so worth your time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's mine now. <laughs> um, does anyone know? I'll distribute the gold evenly as uh, I strive for an egalitarian society. Right. And I, tr I trust you guys should yeah. be keeping track of your gold because that's one thing I'm I definitely not going to do. I am not. Okay. How much... How much gold am I able to get off you, girl? Was it twenty? Uh, well, oh no, you I did have, mention it. I have four point six gold per person. <laughs> All right, I'll round that up to five for me because I did such good work. <laughs> okay. I will take four. Four is my favorite. I'll take number. four because that's all I need. Okay. Well, I'm not going to keep track of it. You guys just take. I've got my. I've got my money. Well, I'm trying to sort. I don't want really want to play math games. <laughs> <laughs> then I will take forty-five gold. Okay. Point six each. So four gold and six silvers per per person. I'm just going four. Yeah, I don't remember mentioning. Uh, the big cash. I don't remember mentioning any silver in that part. That's how you break it up. <laughs> oh no! I'm sure. I'm sure somebody can make change. Yeah. And then, how many coppers for silver team? By the way, what I'm going to do, like, <laughs> what, what might be a really good idea, is um, at at the end of this session, is just converting all of your coins into gold pieces. I think. Um, ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Or well, maybe. It's, mm. It's just I think we'll lose a lot of subscribers if we just start talking about currency exchange. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, you were gonna say we'd lose subscribers if we didn't count all our gold pieces and copper. Mm, See, funnily true, enough, that's probably true. true either way. Either way, there'll be someone who's like, Yes, this is it. This is the part I've been waiting for. Maybe you'll lose a you'll lose a player if you <laughs> You can't afford that arrow. <laughs> yeah. More players than we have subscribers. So. <laughs> so we've got no worries about that. Um, all right. So okay, well, I'm going to go to sleep. Okay. Well, everyone else? Today. Yeah. Yes. I will take the first watch and then sleep. Okay. Um, as you all drift off, you dream of, uh, of basically of personal growth. You each dream about something that's, that's kind of happened within you and, and, as you wake up, you realize you're, you're both you're stronger and a little more experienced than you were uh, the day before. Uh, that also brings us to the start of Act 2. Ooh. Okay, so you're all, you're all level 2. Da, 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 da. There we go. Yay. Now, you guys knew this was coming anyway, but I think we mentioned at the end of last uh, session. Oh. So have you guys all thought about what, or have you, have you sorted out what level 2 means for your characters? Yep, it was easy. <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> it was dead simple. I pressed the button and it did it. Yeah. It sounds like you're starting. Um, we've got another follower as well. So thank you, Sharpie Edges, for our currency exchange conversation. I bet that was exactly what got you in. You're awesome. Thank you for the follow. Um, so yeah, let's, let's go through it one by one and just have a talk about what level two means for your characters. Yeah. So let's start with you, Dave. What was so easy about um, leveling up your barbarian? Well, the barbarian basically, when you get to level two, you get two things: it's reckless attack and danger and danger sense. What's so I, I make no choices; I just get them. Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so reckless attack is basically I get a choice when I make my first attack. I can decide to go and recklessly, 
and I gain um, an advantage on melee attacks using strength during that turn. Cool. But then the, to counter that, attack rolls against me um, have have advantage until the next turn. So it's kind of like going crazy, like just going swinging and obviously drop any kind of defense that I may be using. Mm. So yeah, it could be useful if I want to go in and uh, split some more goblins in two. So. Mm. Um, and danger sense is basically I have an advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that I can see when not blinded to deafened or incapacitated. So I can kind of sense dangerous situations and yeah, avoid them, hopefully. You'll have to remind me of that as we go on. I'll 100% forget yeah, that. So I'll, just keep, yeah, keep track of that. It's something I'll have to remember to look at if, if we get into a situation where I'm making a, a check or a dexterity save of some sort. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, so pretty simple, really. That, that was me. Okay, John, <laughs> um, what does this mean for Gil? Uh, so for Gil, uh, I get a number of things. Uh, I'll start with my spells. So uh, I elected to change one of my spells. Uh, okay. So I had a Detect Magic Ritual, which I swapped for Sleep, uh, a spell which, uh, as it says, I can put creatures to sleep. Mm-hmm. I, roll, I roll some D8s, and if I do enough uh, sleep damage, they go to sleep. Uh, and I also picked up Unearthly Chorus, which I'm sure will be very, very helpful. Oh, damn. Okay, that looks pretty cool. So what's that? So I play a song, and the music fills the air for a 30-foot radius. And until the performance ends, I get advantage on performance checks. And then as a bonus action, I can beguile a single creature I choose and... That creature must make a charisma saving throw. On a failure, the creature becomes friendly to me. The benefits of being friendly are that I make charisma deception checks or persuasion checks with advantage. Damn. That seems pretty powerful. That seems pretty good. This means we'll get more songs, so I'm all (laughs) good with that. Uh, And is that all for Gil at level two? No, it's not um, the end of it. So I, I also got Song of Rest, which is... Uh, I'll benefit to my party. So every time we are short resting now, um, I can play a wee song and everybody gets to add a 1d6 health on top of any other health they may regain. Yeah, nice. Nice. Uh, And the last thing I got was cutting words, um, which I need to just quickly... Which goes well with your... um, uh, What was it? Mocking... uh, Vicious vicious mockery. mockery. Yeah. Um, Cutting words and vicious mockery. Nice. So yeah, you just got a, an evil tongue, really. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yes. <laughs> uh, so cutting words, I learn... Oh, wait. Do I get that? Am I lying? Oh, sorry. No, I don't get cutting words. It's at level three. Uh, I get oh. jackable trades. Ah, so yeah. At level, second level, I can add half my proficiency bonus rounded down to any ability check I make that doesn't already include my proficiency bonus. Nice. All right, that's pretty good. Um, all right, Shannon, how about the Baron? What are we What are we going to see from the Baron um, coming up? Well, as a second-level wizard, I got to choose what arcane tradition I am. So you get to choose what type of wizard you are. So there's like abjuration, conjuration, divination, enchantment, evocation, illusion, necromancy, or transmutation. So like different schools of yeah. followers. So I chose necromancy. Fantastic. So I'm now a necromancy savant. So if I uh, put a necromancy spell in my book, it takes half as much gold and half as much time to copy it into the book. 
Okay. And I'll also get Grim Harvest. So when if once per turn when you kill one or more creatures with a spell of first level or higher, you regain hit points equal to twice the level's spell level. So if it's a first level spell, get two hit points back. Mm. Or three times its level if a spell is a necromancy spell. Um, and it doesn't work if it's killing constructs or undead. So, I mean, that could be pretty huge. Like if you mm. do a six-level spell or something, then you would get 12, 18 hit points back. Is that right? Yeah. Which, that would be an enormous spell. But yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, anything else for the Baron? Um. Not really. I didn't get any second-level spells or anything. I only still get first-level spells, but yeah. uh, you get more spell slots. Yeah, nice. Uh, how about Sig there, Reese? Sig has regained some of his fitness from his youth and has gained some hit points, which will come to use, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And the ability to use Ekner. Um. And also Sig has Action Surge, which allows him to attack again once per rest, which will be sweet. Yeah. I remember uh, Action Surge from, from our last campaign, I think. That's, yeah, it's a good one. That's a real good one. Um, and do, do you have any new armor to show off? Uh, have you woken up with any new armor? <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Oh. Um, so I'm not, sh- I'm, not sure if, I'm not sure if Twitch does a poll, but... I'm sort of of two minds, whether I wear all my armor all the time or I just wear what Sig currently has. Oh, I can, I can do a poll. I can totally do a poll. poll. <laughs> so um, while we're polling, I'll show you the new pieces. Uh, I'm going to say, what should Sig wear? Uh, yeah. And I'll say, what, all or nothing. I'll say what Sig has um, and what <laughs> what Reese has. Uh, let's add that in. And we'll start that. I don't know how that shows up. I I don't even, I know nothing. I've literally just put some stuff in there um, and let's see how that goes. So let's have a look at the. What's going on? What are, we, right. what are we doing, Reese? So I've made myself some sweet shoes. Oh, Whoa. dang. Wow. And some greaves. Dang. Wow. Last time I saw you, you were in shorts. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. That is amazing. amazing. And they look really pointy too. Yeah, they're pointy for um, knob kicking. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you must give me your secrets. This is amazing. I seriously Did you now know. Made it out of foam, was it? Yeah. So these are these are my old shoes from work. Can I um, hot glued armor onto it? <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I can see why your neighbors are scared of you when you answer the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> so did you just set of armor. you yeah, take a spray so paint do you spray yeah. silver on it is that how it works yeah i paint it all up once it's all glued on amazing um, someone in the chat is like what the fuck am i looking at you're looking at a guy <laughs> that has dedicated like hours of every weekend to make sure that he looks cool on a D stream that 12 people watch that's what you do <laughs> that's what's going on it's it's amazing and the, the irony being, his camera quality is the worst out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. 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 This makes it more like olden days. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have to try and do some more kicking to get the screen time on my shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. It looks so oh. good. I'll um, try and get some high-res shots and dump them in Discord. Yeah. Yeah. 
we do have that poll. I don't know how I start or stop a poll, but it's in there. Um, you can hit zero. You just put, I think in the chat, you just put zero, I guess. Zero. If you want Reese to wear what Sig has, which at the moment is just chainmail. And don't worry, Reese has just chainmail. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, in fact, I think it's under what he's wearing. Or yeah, chainmail, you yeah. can press one into the chat and, and Reese will wear what Reese has. It won't affect his AC or anything <laughs> like that, but he'll, he'll look awesome while he's, while he's there. Oh, you do. Oh, there you go. Exclamation vote one or exclamation vote zero. That's. Are you going? Um, I think. I don't know. Should I go to like an Armageddon or something? Oh, sorry. Why should I? You should. You have to show this off in public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ironically, um, there's a event at work which I could have worked this for, and I was, it was, I was gearing up for like, oh, it's gonna be cool, and then like, oh no, we're just gonna do it um, online this year. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe right. if we if we get even remotely, um, we have a security coding thing, and it's themed for Game of um, Game of Thrones. It's called Game of Codes. And um, last year, I, I took my cardboard armor to work. And that was pretty sweet. Yeah. This year, I'm going to take this in. Yeah, it's awesome. In the year. <laughs> just, just just take it for just a random day in the office. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, oh didn't you guys? Yeah. Know, let's dress up like we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We're currently at five votes. Three of them have said uh, you should wear what you have, and two of them are saying, "Well, you should wear what Sig has." But uh, we'll keep that going. We'll keep that going. Um, if ask Gosha, if you can, uh, go to you, Gosha, Gosha, Gosha. I don't know. If you just remind people randomly throughout, to if you see people in there and they, if you know, just remind people, just remind people, that'd be great. Uh, but let's get back to it. You guys have woken up, um, refreshed. There was a pretty uneventful night. Uh, oh, sorry, shoot, sorry. We got off totally off track. <laughs> we got completely off track. Yes. Joe. What's oh, that, you're gonna wear that one. I am absolutely typical. I might need to run upstairs and apologize. Um, <laughs> Joe, what does what does American have for level two? Uh, well, <laughs> everyone's probably quite a seasoned enough player. Does it, does anyone know what druids can do at higher level? Let us know. Tell us all. Nope. No. Oh well, then maybe I don't want to ruin it. Everyone else has just ruined it. Come on. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> do you not well, want to, Do you want to keep uh, it a secret? Oh, that's fine. Um, I can turn into an animal now. Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. Whoa! I know. So cool. Yeah. I know. And so, yeah, I had heaps of choices to make at level two. So I was like, oh my god, because you have to choose between like two different druid circles, and within mm-hmm. that, there's like eight <laughs> within one. But yeah. Um, you can choose basically between favoring spells or favoring just going mental when you were turned into an animal. So I chose the spells one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I know which so, one Moros would choose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's just beast one, but I was like, no, 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 I want those spells. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Was there anything else? I think you got uh, you got another cantrip as well, didn't you? I got another cantrip. Mm. And I've got another spell slot. And, oh, I get a super cool thing that I get a spell slot back when I have a short rest now. So, mm. Mm. oh, magic. That's pretty good. Nice. So, yeah. is everyone, firstly, as a DM, I leveled up to level two. And oh, I, oh God. And I just got some, <laughs> new, I got some new character voices. And, <laughs> um, and I had to study heaps. 
But yeah, okay, all right. Are we happy to have expended your long rest? You're all waking up? Yeah. Yeah? Um, yes, Murican, you, you only need to sleep for four hours. Is there, any, is there anything you wanted to spend the other four hours doing? Um, probably just meditating with my with my little jade buddy and thinking of, thinking about what's going on and trying to get past the trauma of seeing all those hideous hideous goblins getting cleaved mm. in half by a maniac barbarian. Yeah, can we just get Some you to maniac. Just, can we just get you to move your um. <laughs> Your thing away from your microphone. Sorry, it's just sort of scratching up against it. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, oh, well, you guys will wake up and you're level two and you've got all your health back. You've got all your spell slots back. Um, I have prepared some new spells. Nice, nice. Uh, do you want to talk about those as well or should we, what would you like to do? I'll just, I'll just let you. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll cast one now while everyone's sleeping to prepare for the day. So hang oh. on. Just let me. <laughs> Amaze you with my my new trick that I'm doing this here. The... Oh, Can you no. see that? Yeah. Oh, got some good berries, <laughs> which is basically just some magical berries um, that you can eat <clears throat> and uh, get hit points back. Now, one of the things about yeah. that spell, Joe, is that you do have to. It's a there's uh, there's verbal things you need to do to create that spell. I need to I need to hear your character. <laughs> <laughs> what, would your, what would your character say? Oh, <laughs> oh my elvish is a little rusty. <laughs> Just say, imagine you've got your universal translator on. <laughs> Perfect. How many berries did you make? I have made 10. And I'm feeling so generous towards my my comrades that I, I hand a few out to them. How many would you like? Laurel, you seem to be in the knack of uh, running into danger headlong. Would you like a few of these? I'm gladly I'll gladly share. <coughs> They're Loris good berries. Loris has been quiet at the moment and just like shaking his head, and and he says, "I prefer meat." Oh, thank you. Ah, hmm. Okay. Well, I've come across these these berries before. I'll I'll certainly take one. Thank you very much, Nisa. All right. Uh, Sig. Yes, please. I'll have the rest. <laughs> look, you may have four. Right. You may have four. Thank you much, Brian. Uh, yes, please. I'll, I'll try a berry. Should I eat it now, or do I, I save would it? Uh, wait until you need it. All right. Okay. They look like good berries. <laughs> they are good berries. Okay, thank you. <laughs> in my pocket. Excellent. Not in my um, pocket. So that's four, uh, <laughs> one, so five. We've got five left. Uh, have have two. There is something at the bottom of that spell that I'm sure Merrickland would know, is that they lose their potency if not eaten within 24 hours. But I'm yeah. sure you'd know that. Of course I know that. And just so you know, I'm assuming you – did you have any spell slots left before you went to sleep? Yeah. Did you? I believe the DM said we did regain all of our health when yeah, we leveled up. Yeah, but is yeah, that – But that was – that okay. was you've woken up with all your spell okay. slots. I will expend a, a spell slot. Okay. Yes. Cool. But Which means I have, Newton, I you only need to sleep for four hours. You need to rest for four hours, and 
uh, we've been sleeping for eight, so surely you could expend a short rest and perhaps do it again. That spent spell slot. Can you get spell slots back from a short rest? Uh, I can. Oh, okay. Is that is that allowed? I want to I want to put that out to the, the chat actually. Like if, <laughs> if we've just can just I'm gonna actually. You know what? I'm I'm gonna rule this one. You need a long oh. rest. It only takes four hours of sleep, but she needs to rest for eight hours. It's four hours of sleep and four hours of light activity. Mm. So there's still that eight hours. She needs to do the full eight-hour long rest to get back her health and spell slots. It did make sense in the, that does, in, yeah. when it was yeah. described. I always thought it was just four, but... Yeah. Um, All right, that seems fair. I will expend a, a spell slot. Okay, we've just we've just had uh, role players uh, host our stream. They've got they've got like fifty six viewers. So we just want to say a big hi. You're watching a New Zealand based D and D stream where we're just basically talking about leveling up and about to head off to Fandolin. So welcome, well, and good berries. Yeah, so that's First awesome. The cheese, now the berries. Yeah, berries um, that one. But let, let's get back. Let's get back into it. So. The eight hours have passed. You've all woken up, and Mirican has doled out some good berries. Now, these good berries are going to only last 24 hours, so he's hoping you lose some health in the next 24 hours. Yeah? Um, Sildar, Sildar sort of wakes up uh, and just is, does little more than a... What would you guys like to do? The day is young. Let us get on the road. Who's ready? I agree. I agree. Let's make tracks. Let's get to the mines. Um, am I remembering right? Was there something that it was supposed to be? They mentioned that there was something on the horses, like a map or something right. like that. Right. So, so yes. Yeah. So, um, Silda did mention. Oh, wait a second. Before I carry on with that sentence, Sharpie edges. What? You're giving us money too? Oh, dude. <laughs> Look at that. Yes. Like literally on the like the the quietest, most tamest moment of every episode we've ever done, and you're like, "This is it. These guys, these guys need the money." Um, the berries. It was the good berries. But He's thank like, you. Maybe if I give them money, they'll stop talking about coins and berries and cheese and do something. It's just like shit. Just get on with it. Um, so thank you, Sharp Edges. That does mean a hell of a lot. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so Sildar did mention that um, when he was taken, uh, him and Gundren were carrying a map, um, and and he did and he did ask if you guys saw the map at any point in, in um, near his horses in, in your in your travels. But we did not, did we? You okay? Well, uh, I'll, I'll since you guys did see this, I'll let you know because it is something that you saw a few sessions back. You did find an empty map satchel. Like you did find like a map case near the horses uh, that was empty. I believe Loris was the one that discovered that. Empty map satchel. Yeah. Yeah. I know what they look like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as a noble. As a noble. A satchel that says map on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And an empty little. Snuffbox, it says dreams. Dreams. Just <laughs> dreams left. Dreams. Shall we head off then? Silda, back on the road, we came across uh, uh, an empty uh, tube of some, some kind, which we assumed maybe had a map in it at some point, but there was nothing there. Do you know where we might find that? Did it have map written on the satchel? Uh, I 
can't honestly tell you that I read it. It was probably the map satchel. Look, if it's, if it wasn't there, I can only imagine it's been taken uh, with my stuff and with Gundren. Oh, that's that's bad. I mean, that had the, uh, Gundren said that that had like the directions to this this cave, this uh, what I call the Wave Echo Cave, mine, mine. Yes. So that's a bit shit. If that's gone. <clears throat> Silda, do you know the way to this castle that you mentioned earlier where your fellow has been taken? Ah, uh, Cragmore, no. No. Well, I'm sure we'll be able to find more about it when we enter the city, surely. Yes, I'm sure that people have heard of it back in Vandalin. Uh, uh, from what I heard, it's definitely in the area. I just I, I couldn't tell you where. Very good. Let us go. All right. So did you guys, uh, it's, it's about a three hour travel to Fandolin. So um, what I'll do, I'm just going to move you guys back onto the, the, the landing page because I don't have a map for just sort of like random traveling down a, down a road. Is there um, anywhere specifically you guys wanted to stop off in, in, uh, during these travels or are you just taking the road? I believe I we should stick to the road. road. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna just gonna roll some dice. See Ooh. what's happening. Okay. It's, it's, it's what I say. Three hour. Okay. I'm just gonna just check one more thing. Um. Okay. As you as you guys travel down. Where's my book? Where's my book? <laughs> uh, where's John's book John thank you for these books um, as, you, as you're traveling down you, you notice um, you've been traveling for about an hour and a half uh, when, when you kind of notice off on the, on the side of the, the road just some sort of um, some noise uh, maybe 20 meters off the path uh, it's kind of a, a weird clattering sound um, and and Silda uh, just kind of stops. <gasps> oh, this isn't good. Uh, what would you like? To Silda, do? what do you see? It's not what I see, but what I hear. That noise can be only one thing. Spit it out, man. What do you hear? I I think it's best we just leave. We're in the middle of the road, fool. What do you hear? Listen hard. That clattering can only be bones. And there's only one thing around here that sounds like the clattering of bones. <laughs> it sure is determined to be very mysterious, isn't it? Can you please mm. just tell us what it is? Well, I can't quite see it, but it's probably skeletons. There, is that better? I'll just tell you what it is. <laughs> yes, and instead that is better. Of, instead of, like, looking around with your... Perception, huh? <laughs> um, I look out for my book because I've just been uh, just reading my book as I walk, and you've piqued my interest about skeletons. Mm, so mm. I'm looking. All right, what you can see, um, sort of off to the right of the track, maybe twenty meters away, is just four kind of uh, shambling skeletons, kind of making their way just through the forest. 
Um, mm -hmm. And you can see that they're all sort of just holding short swords at their side and just they, they haven't seen you yet. Um, okay, I'm writing this down in my book, Four Chamberlain Skeletons. Yeah. Um, Mr. Baron, what do you see ahead? Sig wonders if he can see them too. Four Chamberlain Skeletons. Yeah. Sorry, Mirakin, what was that? Which day of Christmas is the, the Four <laughs> Chamberlain Skeletons? <laughs> four Chamberlain Skeletons. Ah, of so, course. obvious. <laughs> Well, I say we keep far away. They can't be up to anything good. Mr. Loris. Typical of someone who you know, doesn't know dead people, automatically thinks that they're bad. <laughs> they could just be, they could have been kind people before they died. Uh, unholy um, magic. Mr. Loris, should we go forth and secure the path? So... Are they? Do they? I don't believe they to show us any threat. Sick. Let them pass. You, you've seen friendly skeletons before. They haven't threatened us. I, I have no concerns with these things. Should we go up and ask them if they're going to allow travellers past them on the road? Oh, hey, Mister Skeleton, I'm a safety man. Look both ways I'm, before the cart goes. No. Silda is no kill this. They could do, they could. I Silda think it's a good idea. Is loving the sarcasm. I say we continue. <laughs> I, can, I say we continue with our journey and, and if they threaten us, we cleave them in two. If they don't offer us any threat, we continue. I hmm. say we defer to our uh, resident expert in this case. Darren. Mm -hmm. What's that you? Well, Okay, to be honest, they're probably murderers. But <laughs> I would like to give them the benefit of the doubt. So I think it's a good idea if we're going. Uh, mm, actually, uh, mm, I'd like to, but just be pragmatic. I think we should probably kill them. I think Wise word from the expert. <laughs> I'm confused. We've already died so many, almost died so mm. many times in the last day. I really don't think we should be inviting more combat. Well, so, shall we finish them off? The Baron mm. seems to see these, these are dangerous. Danger is not good. Possibly I dangerous. Kill. I think, yeah. Even how the about, possibility of danger is not good. How about we cautiously approach with everything prepared as we could, and if they venture off deep into the bush out of our reach, we do ignore them. Um. If they stay around the path where we're going to have to return when we finish from Fandolin. Mm -hmm. We kill them again. Okay, let's go. Um, Silda, okay. having heard this, is is like, you know what? Like, I kind of, I just got my ass handed to me by those goblins. And now you're like, there's like four actual, like real, look, skeletons right there. And uh, I'm out. I mean. Old man, may I suggest you stay behind? You stay behind with the with the songman and um, the the druid, and allow allow Sig and myself to, to deal with this. So uh, sure we can can save you from that cave. We are eminently equipped to uh, to deal with uh, this cadre of corpses. Cadre. Come, Sig. Let's go introduce ourselves. Agreed. 
Okay. Walkety walk. Are you guys? <laughs> are you guys approaching with the idea of stealth, or do you, uh, are you trying to hide your? No, I'm. I want to make myself known. I have my axe resting on my shoulder, yeah. and I'm walking up towards them side by side with Sir assume as much as prepared as he can be with his shield and and stabby thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Agreed. These the skeletons um, see you. Uh, and they, their clattering just intensifies. They don't have any. They don't. They. they I'm just going to throw. Uh, clattering. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm just. Can I throw a skeleton in here? Can I just drag one in? And, all right. I'm just going to have uh, one to symbolize all four. But um, they they don't have they don't have anything to create sound with. So they're just kind of like clattering their jaws and bones and shaking their their short swords. Um, and instantly they're they're ready for a rumble. They 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 don't yeah. want to talk. They don't want anything to do with anything other than killing you. So can I get um, a roll for initiative from everyone, please? Okay. So we does anybody know if it's normal to see these uh, skeletons? Out on the road. How, how did you roll a 7.14? <laughs> he's, he's got the, he's got the uh, have... Dex uh, tiebreaker turned on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And look, 0. 0.2 of a percentage <laughs> separates us, so it was worth it. I rolled an 8. Okay. Um, who have we got? Have we got I look over at my good friend the Baron and I say, you know, my uh, charms are not much for these skeletons, so I hope you have a plan. <laughs> I'm just fascinated by them. Uh, I'm just drawing pictures of them, so um, I don't have a plan, but it is the sort of thing that I was hoping to see. Yeah. I, I turn to Baron and say, have you ever experienced these before? Do we know what we're facing? Well, I've read about them in books, so... How dangerous are they? Well, I'd like to think that they aren't dangerous, <clears throat> but if they were to, they would be dangerous. <laughs> they do have swords. Um, what, what are they wielding, um, Regan? What, yeah, they, what they've, all, they got? they've all got um, sort of short bows uh, on their back, and they're, but they're just kind of all walking, um, clattering their way towards you with their short swords drawn. Oh, they're coming towards us. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> Having seen Sig and Loris, they're they're basically um, heading towards them. Cool. They're not getting past Sig or uh, I, so I it's mean, it's fair, but they do have a turn before you. But we're going to start with <laughs> we're going to start with the Baron. Oh, okay. At the top of the order. Right. I so I'm quite far away, right? How far? Well, Ooh. yeah. So the, the, these um these guys are about 50, 20, 20 25 meters away. Um, I get, we'll turn it into feet. What's that? Like 30, 35 feet away uh oh, loris and sig you guys probably made yourselves put yourself 10 feet well actually how many is it three feet per meter is that right so like that. 60 foot away they are um you guys sig and loris have made about 15 feet before they uh notice you guys so baron you're still 60 feet away from them you're about 15 feet away from sig and loris okay that's much closer than i thought i mean my theory <laughs> in uh, something, but actually having them coming right towards my face is another thing. Yeah. I'm just going to say, put put your hands up if you're uh, if you're here as friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, and is that the entirety of your turn? Oh no, no, that's just maybe that's a bonus action. Can I do this as a bonus action? You can, but they won't react until until it's their turn. 
Okay. Uh, can I sense any sort of evil intent? They, they are, are the living, you know, they're, they're living dead. They're coming for you. These guys are not the friendly ones. Okay. Well, if I can sense that sort of thing, I and it looks like they're going to stab my friends, I will take action and I will do chill touch on them. Chill touch. So that is uh, 1d8 plus... Oh my god. Uh, I'll just do 1d8 plus 5. Oh no, sorry. D20 plus 5. Okay. I think I've probably got a bit more now. Here's hoping. Ooh. An 8. <laughs> An 8. Uh, it misses. It, it, it eight. goes straight past them. You're, you're, you're chilling a small tree next to them. <laughs> and, that, um, and that tree is cold. Yeah. Yeah, I just look confused yeah. and embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's the end of my Perhaps he did not want to believe that they were evil. Yeah. Well, um, the skeletons pick up their pace um, and they make it halfway towards uh, Sig and Loris, closing the distance. There's now, there's now 15 feet between Sig closing the distance. Loris and the, uh, and the skeletons. Um, one of the skeletons uh, pulls out their short bow and, and lines up um, Loris, the, the bald barbarian standing in front the, of him. It is the biggest target. So, makes <laughs> yeah. <sense. laughs> uh, so let's, let's, let's roll to hit for this skeleboy. Um, it's a 17. That's a hit. All right. And that arrow just drives straight into your, into your shoulder. Um, doing eight piercing damage. Ow. Yeah. The other Ooh, th- I wish that you'd take those good, good berries now. <laughs> Pride will be your downfall. Um, see, seeing the effect of, of that, a, the, the second skeleton pulls out uh, one of his short bows and lines up Sig, uh, clattering as he does. And he rolls a 22. Oh, Oh, that's quite high. Yeah, um, doing doing five damage, doing five damage to to uh, the the arm of Sig. Oh, dick. The, oh. <laughs> yeah, the the other two just kind of just clatter angrily uh, for the rest of their turn. Um, and so we'll move on. Uh, Sig, it's your turn. It's time, Sig. Sig is enraged the fact that he's been wounded by this fiend. And Sig will charge forward and <laughs> slash at the closest skeleton with his short sword. Okay. The, the closest uh, this, the, the, is the ones with the short sword. So uh, roll of 16 is indeed a hit. Um, mm. uh, doing four damage. I'm going to have to have to make a note of these guys' health, I think. So doing four damage uh, to one of the the short sword wielding uh, skeletons. Take that bony bone man. <laughs> and he's just like, as he clatters his bones around. Uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? That is all. Okay, next up. 
uh, we've got Loris. How you doing? With the with the yeah, Loris is good. He's got an arrow stuck in his shoulder, so he's not happy about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, had this arrow hits him in the shoulder and kind of knocks him back a bit, and Loris is just absolutely enraged. So um, he's going to flip the rage button on it and um, literally just punch the punch the arrow through his shoulder. He's just rah, boom, punches it out, pulls it out his back, snaps it, throws it away. Um, and also flicking on his reckless attack, being he given he's been kind of hit and raged, he's just going to charge at the um, skeleton that um, hit him with the arrow. Okay. Um, and given it's become a tradition, he's just going to cleave him in two when he when I when I hit. Assuming okay. I do, of course. <laughs> All right. So running up has put you face to face with the um, with the short bow wielding uh, skeleton. He's on the left side yeah. of, of the kind of the crew. You've kind of run slightly past uh, one of the short sword um, wielding ones. Yeah, so you're on the mm-hmm. side of the short sword in front of the short bow. That's cool. Roll to, roll yeah. to hit. Okay, so I'm just going to remember what I get with all these extra bits and pieces. <laughs> yeah. on. So I get advantage on my attack because I'm doing my reckless attack. Um, and then the rage will give me plus two to the damage when I finally do some. Where's my axe? There is my axe. So I rolled... A 17. A 17 with 13 points of damage. 13 plus 2 damage, that's 15. 15 damage, all right. So that, that uh, so you're bringing it down in your typical Loris style? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so become that, a typical thing, so why not? Yeah, that axe just comes down uh, cleanly through the skull of the skeleton. And all of the, the magic that's kind of holding the skeleton together <laughs> just disappears and, and um, falls to a pile of, of broken and dusty bones. Uh, awesome. There are now only three skeletons remaining. Um, so did you say I had um, the short short sword guy stand beside me, yeah? Yeah, to, to your right are the two short sword wielding guys. One right next okay. to you, one to the side of him. Cool. And past so them. I'm just going to turn turn to face um, the, the guy to my right after I knock, this, knock the long sword dude wheeling down. So I'm literally facing him with, with kind of rather a threatened pose of your next. Perfect. Okay, uh, Mirikin, over to you. Well, suppose my hand has been forced into combat yet again. <laughs> forced. Mm. <laughs> I'll show these skelly boys what for. <laughs> I take out my short bow and take a shot. Okay, great. If you could roll, I already have, sweet. Mm, roll I have rolled 17. 17 does indeed hit. So which one were you aiming for, the short bow or the one of the two short swords? The one with the short bow. The one with the short bow. Okay, so that goes flying through the air and, and kind of uh, snaps one of the ribs uh, of the skeleton um, doing, what was that, four damage. Uh, four. Oh, he's shook. <laughs> yeah, he's quaking. No, he's but he's doing all right still. He's he still seems to be put together minus uh, a little bit of uh, rib bone. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Mm, just hunker down in place and get ready to take the next shot. Okay, cool. Um, Silda, it's, it's Silda's turn, and he's he's just kind of backing off. He doesn't want any of this. He's 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 despite having that crossbow, he doesn't. He's still kind of reliving the torments of those goblins, and he's just worrying about what's going to happen next. And he just kind of backs away uh, and, and hides in a small shrub uh, on the edge of the path. Um, so now, Gil, your turn. So there are still three yeah, undead up? 
there's three. There's two with uh, um, short swords sort of standing uh, in the front of the three and slightly back, five foot back from them to the side is the short bow wielding skeleton. Uh, and one of them has been hit by a medican? Yep, the, sh- the short bow wielding one has been hit. Uh, okay, in that case, I call out to him and I say, you, with the bow, I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> Uh, wisdom saving throw. All right, let's he needs to make a wisdom saving throw against my vicious mockery. Um, he rolls a five, so he he is not saved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you roll the um, damage, please? Uh, my damage roll is a three, and he has disadvantage on his next attack. Okay. Okay, cool. So, uh, he's uh, he's um, looking a little rattled uh, oh. after that, um, and quite agitated, and quite <laughs> agitated. But he's still he's still doing okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do there, Gil? I'll end my turn there. Great, uh, Baron. Back to you. <clears throat> okay, well, this is getting quite intense. So I'm going to walk back with Zilda, uh to the to his shrub. <laughs> um, uh, still facing towards the skeletons. <laughs> uh, obviously, bad guys. Um, and I'm going. I'm going to cast a, a new spell called Toll the Dead. Oh. Bong. Uh, <laughs> very big bong. Uh, the sound of a. Uh, I can, can cast it within sixty feet. And the sound of a Dolores bell fills the air around it for a moment, and the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take some damage. All right, well, these guys so aren't the most wise. It's a 13, wisdom 13. And so was it targeting just one, or was there kind of a Yeah, it's just one. I'm targeting the one that's taken some damage. Okay, the short bow. Short bow, skelly boy. Um, and he rolls a six. He's really not very wise. He's a dumb skeleton. Great. So uh, it would normally do 1d8, but seeing as he's already taken damage, it does 1d12. So let's see how much it does. It did a five. Okay, cool. So that's done some serious damage. I would say he's bloody, but he has no blood. Marrowed. He's, 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 he's rather marrowed right now. Um, okay, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, just sort of become one with the shrub. Okay, great. Uh, Classic Brian. <laughs> with harks back to like Classic the first Brian, session. Man. That's great. Hiding, casting spells, just not involved. Hey, I'm looking after um, Dilda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, all right, what's well, the skeleton's turn? Um, and that, that poor, broken, um, psychically damaged and marrowed skeleton lifts up his short bow and kind of is very shaky and just sort of aims it towards the, um, uh, the, the two strong gentlemen in front of him. Um, <laughs> he's, he's eyeing up Sig once more, but he is he rolling. About myself. <laughs> he is rolling with disadvantage. So <laughs> should might not be too bad. Let's see how it goes. Uh, he rolls a 14 and that's, uh, who's yeah, he aiming yeah, at? Yeah. He's aiming at Sig and he's, it's deflected. No. Perfectly using the shield by the looks of things. Yeah, perfect. Um, nice. And he just kind of hangs his head in shame. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a little disappointed in himself, as we all are. Um, the two, the two uh, short sword wielding skeletons at the front 
uh, well, the one right next to, to Loris basically turns to the side um, and with that turn just swipes up his chest with the, sword, uh, the short sword. Um, he rolls, he, he, he gets to attack with advantage. With advantage because you're reckless, right? Because I'm reckless. Yeah, yeah he, didn't, right. he didn't need advantage. He rolled a 20. Nice. Doing seven damage. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> those ones, really shit. These, these guys do a bit of damage, eh? There were four um, undead skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a as as a reaction to that, I'll use my stones react stones endurance. Cool. Which allows me to roll um one D twelve plus one to reduce the damage dealt to me by one D twelve plus one. Okay, okay, nice. So you might negate this. So I might negate pretty much everything. So one D twelve it's a total of ten. Alright, so as the sword like slices across you, um your skin hardens and it just kind of does just does nothing. Um Oh, wait, wait, as, as Godia said, since you're raging, it should have been halved anyway. Oh, oh, yeah, true. I so, forgot about that. So knowing that, it would have been um, three damage. Do you still want to okay. Do you want to take that three damage? No, I'll let it go to three. Yeah? It's handy having someone who knows what they're doing. I'll, taste, I'll just take the three. You'll take That's the three. Fine. Okay, cool. We'll wreck on that, yeah, that stone good. skin. That's fine. Sorry. Um, Thank you, Asgosia. <laughs> the second skeleton, I believe, closes the distance between... Uh, himself and Sig, and uh, oh, sorry, that's uh, here we go. All right, and rolls a ten. It's definitely a miss. That is definitely a miss. Sig is just like deflecting everything um, that's coming in from these skeletons, <laughs> um, and that's their turn. Sig, it's over to you. Sig surveys the battlefield to assess his foes. How many dudes are left? There's uh, there's three three left. Um, there's two holding short swords. One of them is uh, sort of face to face with Loris, a little bit ahead of you. There's a uh, a go- um, goblin. Uh, I wish. Uh, no, there was a skeleton face to face with yourself, and um, sort of back about 15 feet is a is the um, broken, dusty old skeleton that looks worse for wear. Indeed. So Sig stabs into the rib cage of the skeleton in front of him and twists the blade on the way out. Okay, great. Roll to hit. For 22 to hit. Seven piercing damage. That's a lot of... <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? What are you rolling there, Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> Clicking buttons and seeing what happens. What language are you now proficient in now? <laughs> um, your, your sword um, enters in and sort of pops off like a few of the rib, ribs and, and kind of breaks a little bit of that, uh, breaks a little bit of his balance as well. So he's, he's, he took it, but he's angry. He's, he's really rattling the bones at you. His jaw is clacking away. Um, yeah. And so is there anything else you'd like to do? That's all. Okay. Uh, Loris, over to you. Loris, you are muted. <laughs> Ditching like six screens at once on a, on a, on a small laptop. Um, anyway, so having faced said stabby man with bones in front of me, I'm going to, from... From left to right, I'm just going to swing across his head and try and decapitate him with my axe. Very nice. Give me a roll. Um, oh God, I'm not managing myself very well today. Sorry. Is the cricket on? 
No, <laughs> Andrew's not. <laughs> no, Crudon. Um, a it's lot a of dice. That was a... Actually, I want to check if my, if my reckless attack lasts longer than... I think it lasts... Because if it is, it was a 25. Uh, it's my, only my first attack. Either way, it's a 24. And 20. I do um, 5, 7 damage. Yeah, great. So that kind of comes down um, on the on the side of, of of the skeleton and just knocks off uh, the arm. Uh, not the one holding the short sword, unfortunately, but it does break the arm off onto the ground and it's kind of like crawling off to the off to a nearby bush. Um, he <laughs> too is bush. he too, no, not your bush. He too is looking rather marrowed. <laughs> awesome, brilliant. Okay, that is me. Okay, American. I have some questions for the DM. I hope I have answers. My first question is, are there any trees around in the area? Sturdy sturdy tall trees. You're very much uh, still in in, um, the forest that you've sort of been traveling along. It's been a very heavily forested area, the the majority of this tribal trail. My second question is, do I get advantage if I have a height advantage on the enemies? No, do we? I don't know. I don't know if we're playing that, to be Up honest. To um, we haven't done that. Actually, no, I think we did. I think we did that when you f- um, shot down at uh, Clark. So we're going to keep that rule going. So, yes, if you have, if you can climb up a tree successfully, if you can get some decent height, we'll give you advantage. Very good. Well, I have no need to climb. American <laughs> uh, uses a special ability. And uh, you see her wrap herself in a shroud of mist, and she reappears in, in a, standing on a sturdy bough of a of a tree high up. Nice, and it was a bonus. It was a bonus action that, as well. That's a bonus action, yes. Nice. Oh wow! So I use my beautiful height advantage to get another arrow ready and take a shot. Which? What are the skeletons? Which which are we looking at here? We've got two left. Uh, you've still got three left. You've got two, one with a short bow looking pretty marrowed. You've got a <laughs> another one face-to-face with uh, Sig, who's, who's looking all right, actually. And the third poor, upset little shaken skeleton at the back with his short mm. bow looking not very good. Decisions. Decisions. Yeah. I'm going to aim at one of the short bow ones to take out their ranged attack opportunities. Okay. So I take out the shakiest looking of all. <laughs> roll with so the advantage. Roll for my short bow. Perfect. And get a. Oh, my advantage got me nothing. But I got a twenty-two. Okay, great. And with that twenty-two, you also got a new follower, Shane O five one nine six. Thank you for the follower. Um, it's I, I just I feel like I haven't done enough voices, but yeah, I'm these little shaky poor poor little skeletons. Obviously, the skeletons not talk. These ones don't. These ones mm. don't. Um, it was all my misty step, obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the misty step is definitely the reason. Now, your twenty-two uh, means that arrow just comes straight down into the into the base, sort of underneath the jaw. You can see the the bones uh, hold the vertebrae holding the skull on, and it just knocks one straight out. And the and the head falls, and all the the magic holding the skeleton together just kind of loosens and drops. Uh, there is now a second pile of bones um, lying on the ground. So, so basically, I got a Jenga. Jenga, <laughs> yes. Jenga. The night is young. Jenga, anyone? 
from the tops of the tree, is there anything else you'd like to do there, American? Look smug. And smug you do. Uh, Gil, you're up next. So that is still the three, including the... There is two left. We've got two short sword uh, wielding skeletons, one looking pretty beaten standing next to Loris, and we've got one that's looking all right standing in front of Sig. I see. Uh, I turn to one of the, the one uh, who looks the best out of the two of them and say, now you wouldn't want to be left all a bone, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and cast vicious property. Okay, that's cool. Uh, let's do a wisdom check for this the skeleton. Uh, he rolls a fourteen, which I that's a uh, fourteen with a fourteen. He succeeds. He succeeds. Um, he kind of peers over over Sig's shoulder at you, uh, and he just sh- shakes a bony fist in your direction. Um. Okay. Anything else, Gil? Uh, no, no, not right now. Okay, perfect. Um, Baron, back to you, back at the top. Okay. Um, I'm going to point at the um, at, at any damaged, the damaged one that was just attacked. He's damaged, right? The, yeah, both both of the remainder, remainders are, are, are damaged. Cool. I'm going to... Sorry. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just got what have you farm. done I'm at, the farm. I'm at the farm with everyone else now okay I am going to cast a magic spell and it's going to be uh, are they next to each other at all yeah they're pretty close to each other and can I shoot one and they're not right next to someone else they're both right next to both one of them's next, right next to Loris one of them is right next to Sig they are face to face okay well, I'm I'm just going to have to use uh, chill touch then. So that's one d twenty plus five. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I wonder if this one will hit because I haven't had much luck. Here we go. One d twenty plus five. Oh, oh, oh a nineteen. All oh, right, that yeah, that is a successful hit. So which one were you aiming at? The one in front of Sid uh, or the one in front of Loris? The one that is most narrowed. <laughs> that is the one next to Loris. Okay. Great. And, uh, oh, I might play my little video because it hit 1d8 uh, or 2 damage. 2 damage is just enough um, to to basically uh, shatter this one. This one, instead of instead of the typical, like, falling to things, the, the chill sort of spreads and he, he goes completely blue and icy before shattering and exploding um, in, yes. every, in every direction except for that of Loris's somehow through magic. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't harm Loris. Um, All right. <laughs> okay. Yep, and I'll resume my um my home in the bush. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, great. Um, we've got one skeleton left. Um, and he's standing directly in front of Sig. He's he's sort of looking around, seeing the the bones of his uh, the fallen. Um, and he kind of got sprayed a little bit by cold bone dust as well. Um, and unlike the goblins, he's not afraid. This just strengthens, strengthens his resolve. Um, and he sort of raises his short sword above his head and tries to come down in the opening of any sort of neck opening uh, that he might see in, on poor Sig. Um, and he rolls a 14, which, which glances straight off the shield of Sig. 
Um, and it is six turn. So Sig is infuriated by this vile attack and hacks at the left arm of the skeleton in front of him. Cool. And rolls a critical hit of a 24. Do you want to describe that crit? <laughs> so as Sig swings, he puts extra muscly force into it and hacks into the the bones of the left arm and then rips through the rib cage as he tears his blade free. Okay, right. And that that skeleton just like explodes in the same direction that your sword uh, swings through him. Bones and dust and and grit everywhere. Um, you have successfully defeated uh, the four the four skeletons that were merely, <clears throat> merely walking past. Little <laughs> 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 yeah. I'd uh, like to meet the necromancer that um, managed to summon these creatures. Well, yeah, you never you never know who's. Oh, you Agreed, never know who's Mr. around. Baron. We should kill him too. I agree. <laughs> if he's not dead already. All right. So, what would you guys should like we... to do? Oh, sorry. Ignore, ignore that. Ignore that roll. Sorry. <laughs> Baron, is this is this an ill potent? Uh, is there some powerful mage wandering near here? Is the, is that who might have animated um... these these corpses? Well, from what I know, I think, yeah, there's someone quite powerful that's made uh, made these skeletons. I, I can't make skeletons. May so. I just uh, interject for a bit? I know my uh, my good friend Ian. He, uh, I mean, he's in Fandolin, from what I'm, I'm aware, and he is a he's a he's quite a powerful wizard. Uh, but surely no. No, he wouldn't have. Uh, he wouldn't have come to the, the dark side of wizardry. Always gets a bad name, doesn't it, necromancy? Sometimes they're just trying to help people. <laughs> I've never met a necromancer that wanted to help people. I'm very suspicious of the very idea. Hello. <laughs> the jury's still out on you, Brian. <laughs> Fair enough, Mister Bush. <laughs> Many <laughs> turn to the magic for their own so, reasons. Baron have ones they love, so it seems only natural that they would want to bring them back. American. Trust me, no good ever comes of things that you speak of. Maybe they're just protecting this area. Maybe it's a farm that uh, maybe a farmer uh, wants to protect their crops from goblins. Mm. Possible. Shall we explore this notion or continue on to Fandolin? Fandolin, please. <laughs> Agreed. Fandolin, please. <laughs> Agreed. Mr. Loris, what say you? Let's walk to Fandolin. That's why we came. Okay. Now, do you, how are you? You seem to take quite a few blows there. It's a, it's a few scratches. <laughs> I, I think you probably see there's a few more than just a few scratches, but I'm not. Loris is not going to admit to being wounded. <laughs> he has he since calmed from his rage and is sort of still kind of unaware of any damage that he's taken. I see. 
Sig is going to consume some of the berries that Merrickin gave him only because he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually, uh, I've got a little berry tally over here. So how many do you eat? This, you have this four. damn good, Merrickin. <laughs> oh, thank my you. My tongue feels so happy. <laughs> Fabulous. How many did you eat? Sig ate all four that he had. <laughs> That's regaining four hit points. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad you like them. It's nice that someone appreciates me. <laughs> you both should try these. <laughs> all right, so if you guys are keen, we can um, head off to Fandolin. That would be a good idea. All right, let's yes. let's bring up let's bring up Fandolin. Considering this is what X uh, two is all about, um, is it though? <clears throat> well, it, it kind of is. It's, all, it's always about how we get there. Hey, that's, that's part of the fun. Hey, let's all guess how much of what I prepared has been actually touched on yet. Oh, let me <laughs> see the first three minutes of your <laughs> none of it. Literally. <laughs> Literally zero of what I prepared. <laughs> can, can I just interject and say you did introduce the, the, the skeleton? I did. That I was did. your choice. That I, was your yeah, choice. They that was a good choice. Yeah, it was a good choice, but it was your choice. It was. They they <laughs> didn't have they didn't have voices because I didn't know they were coming. So that was that was mm. kind of something. I, it was kind of fun. Um, I'll be honest. The relatives wanting to engage them. There was a non-zero part of me that wanted to hear the. I do have an idea that you could have um, had a xylophone on hand. Oh, that would have been. <laughs> I mean, that would have been amazing. I'm not going to lie, that would have been great. Um, you thought you were prepared. I think I have a xylophone here. Maybe I should learn how to play it for next time. <laughs> yeah. Man, I just I just realized that I'm like totally not ready for this. But okay. Uh, despite all of that, I'm just kind of like, wait a minute, where am I now? Okay. One moment. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Now is a really good time for us to for us to take a break. Okay, so the, the the track that you've been following sort of emerges from the wooded hillside, and you can catch your first glimpse of the the township of Fandolin. Uh, the count, the you can see that the town consists of like forty or so simple little log buildings. Some build on uh, old foundations, uh, like stone foundations. There are sort of more old ruins, uh, crumbling stone walls covered in ivy, uh, so, and they sort of surround the newer houses and shops, showing how it must have been such a, a much larger town in the centuries past. Um, as you may have remembered, Silda sort of informed you about what went on here maybe a century ago in regards to uh, it being taken over. Um, most of the newer buildings are set on the sides of the track, which sort of widens into a main muddy street of sorts as it climbs towards a ruined manor house on a hillside at the east of town. I'm just going to move the map over here. You can see that little manor, the Trezenda manor. Uh, you guys get the names of everything, so it makes it easier for when you guys are like, let's go to that place. Then I can be like, I That's know what so it is. so friendly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you sort of approach the town, you see children playing in the town's green, uh, the town green, uh, and you see townsfolk sort of tending to chores or running errands uh, at shops. Most people sort of, or a lot of the people look at you as you uh, look up at you as you enter, uh, but they kind of just return to, to business um, uh, as, as you as you go by. Um, so it's about it's it's been three hours since you've woken. It's about uh, one o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon. 
Um, and Silda kind of looks to you guys and says, Look, I, I really need to find Ian. Ian, oh, my friend Ian the wizard. Like, I need to maybe see if he's got anything to do with these skeletons we've bumped into. And uh, maybe, and uh, look, I'll find him. I'll get the money that I promised you so I could pay you guys since you got me here. Um, and uh, I'll see you around, I guess. Thanks. Thank you very much. That's uh, cool. And, and Silda oh. just kind of like... Um, walks off into the city. Um, and I, uh, I, I reach out to grab his shoulder as he does. Oh, yeah. Roll. No, I'm not going to get a roll. <laughs> oh, dear friend. I'm sure you wouldn't uh, survive very long without our protection. Uh, this is this is Fandolin, my good man. Look at Look at all the friendly faces around us. I mean... I just need to. Uh, what are you? What are you implying? Is this bribery? It's, it's certainly not bribery. I'm. I'm just saying that uh, you've seemed to have a talent for attracting problems, and we have a for solving them. So hmm. perhaps uh, we venture into the town square together. I mean, we seem to be going in the same direction at the moment. I guess it would have been weird to say. Uh, Goodbye and wish you well, and then awkwardly walk together in the set. Yeah, okay, let's just keep going. I mean, we, we would have had that thing, right, where you say goodbye to somebody and then you both have to walk in the same direction for a bit. And it's like, and you're you going this not. way, I'm going that way. Yeah, I know what you mean. Look, let's just keep and going you, uh, and I'll let you know when we're, we're going in a different direction. How about that one? We. I might have even asked you which way you were going so that we could work out which way we would go. Yeah. No one wants that. No, I mean, I definitely don't. That would just be awkward as hell, so... Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, this conversation is getting awkward as hell. I agree, but, I mean, well, I mean, if you want to help me find Ian, uh, I mean, is that what you're here for? I mean, that was why I was here, but I thought you had things to do. Uh, well, we're we're new to to Fandolin, and seeing as how you seem to know it, I think you you may be uh, of help to us as we have been of help to you. This is, I don't know who you've been talking to, my man. This is my first time here. Ian came two months ago, and now I'm here. He was meant to like set things up, and uh, he wouldn't pick somewhere dodgy. I don't know. Look, where look where do you want to go? Let's. I'm uh, quite happy for you to like tag along if you're lonely, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'd like to meet Ian. Oh, Ian! Oh, he's a good man. That one, the black-bearded son of a bitch. Oh, I love that man. All right, you at least have a contact in this town. That's more than what we have. So it uh, may be mutually beneficial, is what I'm saying. Sure, I mean, I just don't want to railroad, you know, what you guys are doing. So, I mean, why don't we, where do you guys want to go? And I'll follow and maybe Ian's there. This is getting complicated. I was just trying to find my friend. Do you forget that you've implied that he may have created those walking abominations? I think it's more than our business to come and see the fellow. Oh, you don't know Ian like I know Ian. He's, uh, come on. He's a good man. (laughs) 
A good wizard man. Please, please, shut, shut your mouth, Holt. Start walking towards the Ian, and we'll follow. But I don't okay? know where Ian no. is. Ah. <laughs> Loris is just going to shove forward to get him moving because he just talks too much. Mm. Just a gentle shove in your back because you just I talk hit too much. The town square. I mean, we can hit there. It's good a place as any. Yell out Ian as you go. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So are we, um, as, are we all walking towards the town centre? Yeah. Yeah, All if right. um, Sildar continues to dilly-dally and, and just chat, Lor- Loris is literally just going to grab him by the scruff of the neck and, and kind of move him forward. Because <laughs> he's kind of tired of his talk. It's just like, move, you silly old fool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would be hard-pressed not to pause at the smithy on the way through and see if they have any Cragnolian armour. Uh, by, by all means, if you'd like to stop off at the smithy, you're welcome to go there. Yes, I myself would like to seek some provisions. Mm. When this time? <clears throat> all right. I mean, like, okay. Uh, um, all right. Oh, what? So we're just going to piss around at a smithy? Look, I've got inns to find. Oh, look. <laughs> you. Shut. <laughs> uh, look, if you're going to stare looking <laughs> at the smithy, look, I really have pressing things to do. Look, how about we meet back? Uh, the tavern tonight, uh, and I'll introduce you to Ian, and we'll have a great time. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. I'm keen to get away from your chattering nonsense. Sick I'll join you in the smithy. Indeed. And um, while, while you're gone, you can return my short bow, short crossbow thing, because you were pissed useless with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, he kind of gladly hands that back. Um, mm. He really didn't have much use for it uh, anyway. Next time someone gives you a gift, if you're not <laughs> going to use it, just tell them. <laughs> I, I, I suspect this um, Sildar chap is, is more of an old chatterer than an actual fighter. Mm. I wouldn't it's waste not, your time giving him any more weapons. Baron Shush. wizard friend. Yeah. Yeah, I think amazing. we're all. Mm. I think we're all keen to to meet Ian. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. I think we all just need a little space from Sildar right now. I think you guys need another sleep or something. You guys are getting <laughs> cranky. Uh, nap time is it? And he and he hands the um, crossbow back to Sig. Um, I, I'm loath to hit an old man, but if he doesn't, show, he's going to get a very sore head. Uh, and he sort of heads heads further into the town centre ahead of you, um, <clears throat> calling uh, calling as he goes, "Ian, old boy, where the hell are you?" As he as he walks off into the into the town centre and out of and out of view. Yeah, Lawrence is just going to follow him, but I'm just I just want to keep him in sight. So I, I've got under no interest in going to the smithy or anything like that. I just want to follow the old man, but I want to keep a distance because his voice annoys me. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna follow him so I can keep an eye on him. Yeah. Because I just have a feeling he's gonna get into some trouble. Okay. And yeah, he, t- he seems to talk himself into more trouble than he talks out of it. So. All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's see what everybody's doing at the moment because I feel like we're getting to that point where we're splitting the team up again. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? I'm just surprised. That I'm surprised that everyone was so mean. 
and rude to Dilda. It's not the sport of... He was Silda. <laughs> I but, think it's Dilda. Yes, Dilda, who told us. Yeah. And where I come from, people have manners, even if they are dottery old men. Yeah. And he's definitely a dottery old man. All right. So where would everyone like to go? I will go. Sig would like to stop off at the smithy. Okay. And I would also like to use uh, my knowledge of druidic language to see if there have been any messages left by other druids in and around the environment. Oh, okay. Um, do you have like a? Is it a? What do you roll to to check that out? Is there? Is it like a perception? What do we? What does your uh, business say for that? Oh, I don't know. Possibly survival. Possibly perception. It'd be the same as finding a thieves candle. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a, a perception roll, and what we'll do is we'll use this roll. Um, Okay, it's a ten. We'll use this role for your sort of like the the rest of the day. That is kind of actually. What's your your passive perception? We we'll use your passive perception. It's probably higher than that. It's fourteen or something. Is it? Probably. <laughs> Indeed, it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go with that. We'll go with your fourteen. So for the rest of the day, you've kind of got a, a um. You're, you're keeping an eye out, and your results will be based on that on that role. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. So we've got two people looking to go to the smithy. Uh, Loris, you were just sort of following um, Silda. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Baron, what were you? What were you up to? I think I'll hang around with Gil. Okay, Gil, we're we're about to you. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye on Loros. Okay, so three of you are kind of. Are you sort of hanging back from Loris, or? Yes. All right. So we've got. Silda sort of sneaking, sneaking off into the town centre. We've got Loris kind of following at a bit of a distance. And then we've got Gil and the Baron following Loris at a bit of a distance. It's almost comedic. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll deal um, with the smithy first. So as you guys kind of um, sort of head into the smithies, um, you can see that there's just like a big, brawly guy sort of hard at work. Um, sort of making what looks like a, a sort of a, a little short sword and he's sort of clanging away. He hasn't noticed you guys yet, but uh, there's, you can see that there's some sort of just like, it looks like the majority of the stuff he makes is kind of like pickaxes uh, and, and sort of things that might go and spades and things like that. Things that you'd expect to see in a, in a mining town. Um, what would you like to do? Sick. Sick approaches. Excuse me, Mr. Smith. How go you with weapons of war? Um, I don't. I don't have a. I'm just gonna put this thing up. He's like, "Well, oh, I don't have much in the way of war. I've got this," uh, and he holds up the uh, the glowing red short sword that he's been he's been hammering, and he plunges it down into a, a thing of cold water next to him as the steam sort of hisses and bubbles. Hmm. Sig uses his knowledge of weapons to compare against his current short sword to see if it's better or not as goodery. It's it's by that oh that's not her. That looks pretty similar to the ones that I make, good man. But alas, any I do make end up in the hands of them. Indeed, who are you talking about, sir? Them, and he sort of and he points towards. Uh, Sort of like the the there's a pathway heading sort of like 
Where is he? He's just, actually, he's just kind of pointing off to the east. He's just pointing off to the east. He's like, them! And and he he doesn't really say much about them. And he, he sort of just spits down onto the ground. Um, Anything I make, they take! Mm, I've got a throat problem too. The spitting does help a bit. <laughs> I understand. What about armor? That short sword's okay, but more armor would be sweet. <laughs> I don't know where you think you are, man, but this is Fandolin. It's a mining town. This is just mining gear. Like, yeah, I mean, if you've got um, some sort of plans, uh, maybe I can take a look. But uh, maybe you'd like this pickaxe. And he holds up this this beautiful pickaxe. Um, Indeed, this is fine craftsmanship, sir. How many coins would this cost me? Well, considering what you'd get out of the mine with this, oh, 40 gold. Four zero. Forty. Correct. Fourteen. Think mm. of the, uh, think of all the things you'll get out of the mine with this. You'll be rich in no time and 40 is just a mere, a mere pittance of the career you'll make as a miner. Look at the muscle on you. Hmm. I'd sooner smack someone with it. How about I give you twenty-five? And he just—he just laughs. He's, there's a there's a raucous laughter coming from him, um, and he he pulls the sword back out of the water and and sort of puts it up against the wall. He's he's just kind of he's he's still just laughing. Um, Forty is nothing compared to what I usually sell this for. <laughs> Very good, sir. Make your profit another day. Mirakin, do you want to talk to this man with the arithmetic problem? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's plain to see that all of his shelves are stocked with mining gear. Um, uh, he, he repeats sort of once more, uh, look, if, uh, if you can bring me any sort of plans, I'm, I'll make something for you. But, you know, it'll be time. It'll be money. It's not, a, it's not an easy job. Indeed, sir. Yes, I understand this, sir. Now tell me more about these uh, creatures that are taking your weapons. They seem concerning. Ah, the ruffians. Yeah, don't worry about them. They try to I keep am. to themselves for the most part, but uh, look, if you see any red-coated sons of bitches, just leave them be. What are they up to? What aren't they up to? Those... They basically run this place. Uh, I mean, the the mayor, and it, and he kind of like uses quotation marks for that one. Um, I mean, he'll have you believe other things, but uh, those ruffians really are the ones that uh, run this place. Just just keep your distance. Mm. Thank you for your advice, good sir. Sig, shall we go? W- one last thing, Mister Smith. Um. The last notes I've had of smithery refers to use of oil, not water. Are you a fool as well as a meth wizard? (laughs) (laughs) You think oil oil is something to be played with? We're carbon zero here, buddy. Indeed. One of the many problems at this place, no doubt. Good day, sir. As they walk out, American leans over to Sig and goes, You know, I have come to appreciate your honest nature. Thank you, American. You have very good 
mind. <laughs> but there's only one of them, so <laughs> mind would be fine. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, I would like to suggest that we had to uh, find some provisions. I would love to get my hands on a medicine kit. Okay. Perhaps some potions. We do seem to be nearly dying quite a lot. Yeah, across the um, across the way is a, a small provision store, but we'll we'll jump over to to Loris and see what he's doing. What's um, Tilda Silda doing? <laughs> Silda is just kind of heading further south. Okay, so I'm still just lumbering along a little behind him, and I'm wondering, do I notice um, Gil and? The Baron, follow me. How closely are they actually following me? I'm going to need a, 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 a Gil. Are you trying to be stealthy, or I'm just trying to uh, stay back in the crowd and just yeah. make sure Loros doesn't uh, get us into trouble. What I'll get, um, Loris, I'll, I'll, I'll get a <laughs> Loris. I'll get a perception roll from you, and I'll get a stealth sure. roll from um, Gil and and the Baron. Just so I can just so I can compare. I roll a 14. Okay. Oh, what'd you get? Gil uh, rolled an eight. All right. So oh, I got he rolled a seven. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, like, um, you kind of feel, you kind of look, just look back to see what the rest of the crew are up, and you can see Gil and um, sort of Baron following behind. They're kind of keeping their distance. <laughs> They don't look like they're following you, but they're heading in the same direction as you. You know, you can't really tell so, what um, you, you can't tell what their intent yeah. is. You can just tell that they're going in the same direction as you. So, so remembering that I'm I'm supposed to be protecting Gil, um, I, I beckon for him to to come to my side, <laughs> so I can look after him and keep an eye on the old man, Baron. I'm not so interested about. He can do what the fuck he likes. Cool. So you guys have kind of entered the, the um, or you're passing by the town center there, uh, and you can sort of see on your right um, like a small stone, a small shrine that's made out of stones just on, on your right-hand side as you're passing mm -hmm. through. There's kind of a big open area as well um, with just a few really nice sort of, from the looks of things, the houses here are a little more modern than elsewhere. Um, and there's a path heading south out of the town center where, where Sildar is, is kind of walking. And you can just sort of hear, hear off in the distance, uh, Sildar's. In, 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 oh, ah, he's got to be around here somewhere. Um, what is, uh, what's the old man doing, Lados? I'm not sure. I think he's still calling and searching for his friend Ian. I'm, I'm worried he's going to annoy people with his calling and just general disturbance so i would rather he didn't draw attention to ourselves yeah he's... shall we uh trust in his instructions and head head back and meet him at the end later i can't <laughs> trust him <laughs> i i don't trust him at all uh, he kind I of, fear that he's going to walk us into death. While you guys are talking he kind of rounds the corner um and is sort of heading east and and sort of goes out of, uh, yeah, he's just heading east. He's just kind of out of view at the moment while you guys are talking in the town centre. Could you ping on the map for us? What's that? So where you guys are right now? Mm. We're here you guys by are, the yeah. Shrine of Luck. Yeah. Oh, and where's um, Dilda? Uh, Dilda, Silda has just, no, he's over here. He's gone south and he's just turned around this oh, corner here. Sorry. 
Below the town, well, yeah, hall. below the town master's hall. It may not be worth our while to uh, pursue at this point. With a sigh, <laughs> seeing seeing I am still under your employ, Sir Gil, I will I will heed your your suggestion and and follow your lead, but I will make it known that I, I do not trust this. Sildar, crazy old man. I suspect he is going to lead us into into some sort of danger with his rambling and wanderings. Mm, possibly. Uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about your uh, employment situation. <laughs> Now's as good a time as any. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd prefer that we sit down and in, but it seems I, it's fair to, to discuss it here. You so I, I feel as though your any debt owed to me has well been paid. In fact, I'd like to uh, provide you some, some gold for your services. Uh, I wasn't the job that you signed up for was not to enter the the cave of goblins. So please take these uh, thirty gold coins as additional compensation. Consider your debt cleared. And uh, you are you are free to do as you wish. Um, I hope that you'll continue journeying with us, but uh, it's entirely your choice. Thank you for your your kind kind donation to my pocket. <laughs> um, I will need. I, I suggest we we have a few, um, a few beers and and ales at the end, and we can discuss our future travels. I, I need to understand more what what our plan is going forward. Given really all I cared about was getting you to the the mines to secure some kind of dowry for your future bride. Well, I certainly wasn't expecting the number of goblins we. Uh, <laughs> it seems only <laughs> uh, that you are fairly compensated. Um, as mm. as you guys are talking, there's a small child uh, within the town centre that kind of notices you guys and comes running, running up, um, up to you guys. Adventurers, adventurers, ah, oh, adventurers, adventurers, everybody, it's adventurers. He yells <laughs> to all the, the children around, the children swarm. Um, Why, hello, young man. <laughs> and and he's, he's transfixed by, by, uh, by both of you, the, 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 the muscular barbarian and, and the, the look of this half elf. Um, bard. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> ah, forget you saw anything. Adventurers, adventurers. Ah, ah, look at all your cool stuff. Is it just you two? Oh, you guys are amazing. <laughs> well, it's. Um, it's not just us. I'm sure there are many more adventurers in the world. But uh, tell me, young man, uh, where might a, a bard play a tune uh, in this this here town? Oh, you're a bard! Oh, oh, oh he is. Oh, he is. Oh, I have never seen a bard here in Fandlin. Uh, yeah. There's a big inn right behind you. And 
Oh, adventurers. You know what? I've got an adventure too. There's an adventure. I've got a secret. And he, with that, he comes. Morris is just going to pick him up and turn him around. Like, literally pick him up with a scruff of his neck and yeah. face him away and just kind of bump him out of the way. Just gently. He doesn't want to hurt him. He just wants to tap the little child on his way. He's not good with children. And then bring down the axe. You guys just... American, that would be bloodthirsty. It would be way too bloodthirsty. And Loris is not bloodthirsty. Um, you guys have just made his day and he's skipping off back to his friends saying, and all you can hear is him saying, adventurers, adventurers, they're here, they're here in Fandolin. That's fine, as long as he's away from me, I don't care. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And and he sort of disappears with his, with his little friends uh, around, around, out of the uh, town centre in a way. Um, But he has informed you, obviously, of the big inn, uh, basically right behind you guys. Awesome. Let's go to the inn and talk. Mm. Agreed. Okay. And plan for our travels and whatever um, the old man brings our way. Okay, great. Now, uh, let's go back to Sig and Mirican for a bit. You guys mm. were heading toward, you wanted to get some provisions, is that right? So there is, yeah. uh, just across the road, sort of across the road and to the left from the smithy is, uh, is, a, is a nice little signed uh, building by the name of uh, Barthens provisions um you're welcome to head in if you'd like yes i would like to okay as you as you sig are you going along with american as well sig will fire american okay and as you as you enter um the sort of like a there's a like a little makeshift bit of wood that kind of stretches and then slaps back down to announce that you've uh, opened the door um and you hear a greeting from from within the store Welcome to my provision store in Bathen. How may I serve you? Greetings, Bathen. I would like to ask, do you have any herbalism kits or potions? My, you're very specific. Ah, uh, let me take a look. I've got everything on my shelves organized in alphabetical order, and it makes it very easy for me to see exactly what I've got. Now, herbalism kit, is, is, is that what you're after? Yes. Uh, well, the man is looking for stuff. Sig's going to pick up his shoe and tip out some mining dust from the shoe. <laughs> He's like, oh, this must be a mining town. My shoes are getting so dirty. Are you having this problem, American? <laughs> you must have quite a heavy tread. I'm not having such mm. problems. Hammer, healer's kit. There's a holy symbol here. Holy healer. Healers. Was it a healer's kit you're after or it was herbalism? Herbalism. I should have one here between the healer's kit and this selection of holy symbols, but um, let me take a look. And he and he disappears uh, out the back because it doesn't seem to be on his list, but he knows he's got one somewhere. Well, I won't be doing anything untoward to take advantage. Okay. <laughs> I shall wait for his return. And return I shall uh, with my... Look, uh, someone... Uh, I think I hadn't, like, someone in here ordered one a little while ago. They were meant to come pick it up, but uh, it seems they just kind of 
Uh, they never showed. I'd be happy to sell this to you for a crisp five gold pieces. Hmm, a fair deal, I should say. All right. Well, he's pretty happy about that. He he thought it was. Uh, he didn't think it was going to go. Um, so he, he <laughs> would you like this wrapped? Uh, no thanks. That should be fine. All right. So he, he kind of puts the 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 herbalism kit on the counter, and his little bony little hand reaches out. He's like, "Yes, give Bath in your gold." <laughs> I hand over the gold. Thank now, do you, you have any potions? Oh, 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 oh. let's have a look. Um, oh, ho, oh, oh. ho, let's have a look. Um, <laughs> potions, you say? Well, that's quite a that's quite a specific thing. Unfortunately, it's not something we see too much of around here. Um, I've got poison, but that's very expensive. I've got a a pole, a pot, and I've got a pouch. But it doesn't. Have you got any oil, shop man? Oh, ho, 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 you have come to the right place. Uh, the smithy may uh, throw his nose to the air on oil, but me, I'll gladly see the world burn. So, oil for a <laughs> flask of oil. <laughs> One silver piece for a flask of my finest oil. How many flasks have you got? I hadn't really counted. Like, there. Uh, let's have a look. I mean, all right, all right. Shut, shut, shut. <laughs> oh, well, look one at that. One gold piece for you. You give me the oil, and we're done. See? You say one gold piece? Yes. Think. Oh, you're oh, overpaying. Any... I'm buying all the man's oil. I don't want to talk to him any longer than I have to. Uh, and he hands over the five small flasks of oil that he has. Um, but he gladly takes that gold piece, even though he knows you've, you've definitely overpaid. Well, do you have anything else that you think could be of use to us? What else do you have around here? I don't even know you. I've got a barrel. Do you like barrels? No. I have, uh, I've got this book. It's just a, a book. Anything, is it, does it have any writing in it? Yeah, it's a book. I mean, it's got a... What's the book about? It's a story about... I haven't read it. It says on the front, the halfling and the orc. I don't know. It's probably a story about the halfling and an orc. Well, I was hoping it was a spell book, but that sounds very banal indeed. Maybe. And he reaches under the counter. He's like... And he pulls out just like this this really average hammer. Maybe you'd like <laughs> this hammer. I'm saying I don't know what you're... Like, who are you? I, what would... I don't know what Did you'd you like. Have- Anything that would suit a traveller? Oh, boy, do I have something for a traveller. And he pulls out, he just pulls out some soap. (laughs) How much for the soap? Uh, (laughs) I take great pride in my cleanliness. Two copper pieces. Deal. Ah, a lady with fine taste. I'll throw one in. And uh, he he hands you two two small bars of soap, but asks only two copper pieces for the lot. Fantastic. <laughs> Seems like if you treat them nicely, you, you get somewhere sometimes. He'd be terrible in battle. He'd die quickly. <laughs> Let's go. So, wait, one moment. Do you think those holy symbols would be of any use in battle? Mm, you could throw one, perhaps. 
How much for the holy symbols? Um, uh, these symbols are five gold apiece. I mean, uh, I don't know what you need. It maybe, maybe you need it to to cast. If you, I don't know. Do you are you a spell caster? Is something that you need a holy symbol for? I've got this amulet. I've got this interesting emblem, and I don't know what a reliquary is, but I've got one of them. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying that right. This reliquary. Well, this fellow sure has a lot of things, but uh, oh. I don't. I don't. I think we might be done here. I don't have five. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. I haven't shown you my prime asset. This ink pen. What do you think? It's pretty cool. <laughs> what is with this town? These people are so freaking annoying. <laughs> um, he is hungry uh, for sale. He is. He just needs I'm, to get some sales. I'm. I'm feeling his vibe. Maybe he's just hungry I, for I, talking. I, I want that pen. <laughs> I, I'm one for travel souvenirs. How much for the pen? I'll give you one copper piece. Oh, you'll drive a hard bargain. Yes. Make it two, and it's yours. <laughs> because I'm that's sure its I've price its price is two it. copper pieces yeah Sig already overpaid you for all that mm. oil I think, I think you're just trying to squeeze squeeze me a little bit here and I, I don't appreciate it. he's lucky I sold it to him at all with the attitude that man has did you talk to me he's lucky I don't get did the you? red brands in here what's that <laughs> Who did you say? Surely you've heard of the Red Brands? No. Is that a meat? <laughs> if you'd like, I could uh, bring them in. What I is this? I don't it? like his tone. Give me the pen. Two copper pieces. All right, here are your pieces. Shall <laughs> we? I don't. I've had enough. So shall we go? You I have no problem with. But can you please leave with the brute of a man? As Sig walks out, he'll take the book. Thank you for the read. <laughs> oh, Good okay. day, sir. Good day. Okay. Um, as you guys, as you guys uh, walk out, um, the the shop Barthen uh, follows behind, uh, and as he reaches mm. outside, he he screams, "Thief! Thief!" These uh, these newcomers are stealing from me, thieves! Yeah, somebody stop them! Oh, Sid sick. immediately returns back, grabs the book, <laughs> donks it on his head. I paid five gold, fool. This is mine. Um, and he's he's freaking out now. Um, you'll have no sympathy from me, thieves! Thieves, call the red brands. I need services. And he sort of um, takes a step back into his into his house, but you can see that uh, into his little provision stop. But you can see that you, you've definitely drawn the attention from from a lot of 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 the population within this place. Who, who they they don't know you. They they already see a bit of a a menacing form, and they're only assuming that uh, that you're here to take advantage of of, of Fandolin. Um, is there anything you'd like to do? Sig is going to flick through the book, see if there's any pictures. 
Is there any American, pictures? <laughs> it's just it's, it's a novelization about a small halfling and his uh, his orc friend. And with that, he'll throw it in the back of his head. Keep it then. American turns to Sig and says, that pathetic little poltroon is trying to stir up trouble. You know, I thought he was all right when he gave me that soap, but we need to get out of here. Agreed. Mm. Irritation. Shall we just duck into a nearby alley while the situation cools down? He's making a scene. I admit I am curious what this red coat thing is. Sounds like bad news to me. I'll follow your lead. You have a good mind thing. <laughs> good mind thing. All right. All right. We, we're going to duck into this alley and just try to keep out of sight for a little bit. Okay. Um, we'll we'll go back to Loris, the Baron, and Gil for a moment. I'd like to check out this Shrine of Luck. What does that look like? Yeah, okay. Let's uh, bring up some tea as, as I mentioned before, it's a small shrine that's kind of um, made of, of small stones. Uh, see if there's any further information I can give you. Um, yeah, it looks like it's basically being built up of the stones taken from some of the ruins uh, ruins that sort of surround um, Phandalin. Um, so it's not so lucky. <laughs> yeah. ruins. Uh, Historic. Yeah, yeah, the, the historic ruins. So basically, so the the um, the way that the town was dealt with a few years back, um, they've taken some of these stones to create this shrine, um, and it's it's got kind of scrawled in ink up, uh, across the top of the shrine, just the word Timora. Timora. Yeah, T Y M O R A. Timora. Yeah. Uh I studied history in school. Okay, well, Great. give me give me a history check. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, character sheet. Oh, shoot. And history. What will that do? <laughs> you, va- you vaguely recognise that you're lo- that you're looking <laughs> at at letters. What was the roll? Uh, it was a crit fail. So he's he's. <laughs> is it that because it says a five? Or is that an old roll? It's, I see a one oh, there. It's oh, a one plus five. So scroll a down a bit. Scroll down in the chat. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. roll to one. So you can does see. Does that, that mean you. Does that? that mean he wrecks the shrine with his hands as he's busy fondling it with no. his. You know, <laughs> trying to fondling and fondling. No, he's, he's just. He's, <laughs> he's checking his memory for it. And for a, like a half a moment, everything in his mind goes blank. He can't remember anything for like 10 seconds. History? There's things that happened before. <laughs> this is yeah. So you don't you don't recognize anything in regards to the shrine. Well, it's beautiful. It does look like it's been tended to um, recently, but that's all you can really tell. Right. Yeah. Well, well I'll step forward and stones. I step forward and say it's beautiful, isn't it? Mm. Story and song and stone, but a mystery. I wonder what uh, what secrets this holds. No one knows, I'm sure. <laughs> possibly know such an enigma. Is there like a, a what, what is the, is it like a fountain or is it just a stone shrine with it's, a, it's just a, a, a thing a, in the middle? A stone shrine, the, the top stone has Timora written on it. It looks like there's been some okay. um, some plants sort of or flowers laid laid on it recently, but that's 
Okay. It's kind of it at the moment. See if I can recall the name Taimora. Yeah, sure. Give me a. Uh, be a. Would it not be a religion yeah, check yeah, if it's if it's a shrine? With a with a sixteen. Uh, sixteen for history. With a sixteen, Gil kind of thinks back um, to his time uh, when he when he kind of was more into the reading, um, and he remembers Taimora as a goddess of luck and good fortune. Mm. Um, obviously this had been built, you kind of piece together this, it was obviously built, um, from the ruins, uh, to sort of, uh, in an effort of bringing good luck and good fortune to Fandolin after the, destru- the destruction and war that it once had. It would appear that they're trying to bring the, uh, destruction full circle and use that energy to, uh, build the new. Uh, I was suitably impressed by your uh, history knowledge here. <laughs> Taimora, if you would recall, Baron, uh, is the uh, the goddess of luck and fortune. Is that right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of it. I say with the utmost confidence. So, Gil, how how do we gain some of this luck? I, I feel like we could do with some luck in our in our um, future adventures. I think for you, the best thing is to rub your forehead mm. on the centermost piece mm-hmm. of the shrine. Not too. I've got no reason. <laughs> I, I have no reason to disbelieve um, what I'm being told. So I will kneel in front of the the shrine and press my forehead up against the the, the center of the shrine. And did you say rub? Yes, rub your and forehead. And I rock. Rock my head gently, so so it's rubbing slightly against, so kind of in a rhythmical way. Mm-hmm. I'd like I'll to do this. What the townsfolk <laughs> think of this ritual? <laughs> the, roll for rub. The, the, um, the, the <laughs> people that are around are kind of looking at you quite questionably. They're they're not certain why you're doing. But can you give me a D twenty? Just a random D twenty. Just a random D twenty. Just a random D twenty. Sure, why not? These these always go well. Roll for noggin robin. Noggin robin. It's a nineteen. Okay, goodness for that. With a roll of nineteen, um, any any checks, any ability checks you make um, within Fandolin uh, are going to have a plus two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my little um, girl, you're awesome. <laughs> now, the characters don't know this, okay? But, Dave, you know this, all right? So there's no there's no okay. reason for anyone else to understand or realize that you've had this boost. You've just rubbed it. You feel no just... different. You stand up. But any ability checks within Fandolin's walls will have a plus two. Do you uh, feel Time Water's blessing? I, I must admit, I do feel a little, lo- little bit more lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the um, there's there are just some people around, just sort of laughing at the uh, at, at seeing a giant barbarian sort of rubbing his head across the stones. <laughs> they're thankful you haven't damaged it, but they're just kind of laughing <laughs> at what you've done. Nice. So I, I, I get myself up, I, I brush off my knees and, and hands, and um, give give Gil a bit of a a, a nudge, so, sort of thanking him, and then um, shall we? Um, Head to the, the tavern now. I'm, I'm kind of peckish. Yes. Baron? Yeah, sure. Uh, we're coming back here tonight. When is uh, Dildar coming back? <clears throat> At night time or in the morning? Uh, I mean, or lunchtime? 
He said he would arrive here once he finds Ian. Mm. Okay. I, I have a feeling he is not finding Ian. He is going to end up dead, but such is life. I don't know. Capable guy. Oh, let's go get some um, some brunch. Or <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So you guys sort of enter into this. Uh, it looks newly built as well. Um, uh, this this is one of the sort of... Uh, it's obviously not one of the relics of the past. The, it's clear that obviously the last tavern or in, in this place would have crumbled to the ground. And this is quite new. Um, as as you walk in, though, we'll sort of disappear back to Sig and uh, Mirakin, who have noticed that the people that were alerted from Bath and have just kind of rolled their eyes and gone back to it. It's kind of it's kind of expected from Bath, and they're used to him over over sell like raising the prices and and sort of screwing people out of stuff. They're just glad they're not. It's not them for a change. Mirakin turns to Sig and says, "What a shrill little weasel he was." <laughs> Well, we're too next. I hate him. <laughs> I, I've been getting to like you. I, I, I agree with your point of view often. Mm. Mm. We're too next. Yes. Well, I don't know about these. The what was he saying? Red coats, or mm. to be some kind of problem with red red based problems around here. Some kind of militia, perhaps, or it's always um, the red coats that are trouble. If you're a willing American, I'd like to check out the north wall, just north of Barthen's provisions. It seems to surround the town. I'd like to see and make notes in my sweet little book. Mm-hmm. Me being a war scholar and all, I'd be remiss to not record the town's once ancient defences. Sounds good to me. I could do with a nice relaxing walk and maybe having a nosy along the way. Yeah, okay, so... What are you trying to um, do, What are you trying to do in regards? Just trying to understand the. I would. I would like to um, see if I can overhear any any nosy business from the townsfolk and just have a look around the environment as I do so. Yeah, sure. Um, what about say you're up there? Um, I do have something for you. I think. I think um, there's kind of an there's an old farmer. Um, Sort of standing on the outskirts of town, talking to, to I, I guess, maybe a, an apprentice or a sort of a farmhand. Um, and they're sort of, you can sort of overhear him saying something about uh, Sister Gariel, someone who oversees the Shrine of Luck, how she recently left the town for a few days and returned wounded uh, and exhausted. But that's all you can really pick up. Um Sig, what are you sort of wanting to do in regards to this wall? So Sig would like to sketch the wall in his book. He wouldn't have noticed the people talking. No, okay. Um, And just estimating what the wall would have looked like at the time it was built and assess the town's overall defensibility. It doesn't look like the town was really that well um, sort of fortified. It was was enough to keep kind of the wilderness out... um, uh, they they really weren't expecting much of a, a fight when the orcs came through. Yeah, and it's, so it's all just um, rubble, and whatever's left is is maybe uh, a meter to a meter and a half in height. That's kind of the extent of what is left standing. But there are just big chunks of missing pieces, uh, rubble on both sides of what's standing. Sig will enjoy sketching it in his book. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
American says, by the way, Sig, I think that was quite a brilliant move buying that oil, but what did you plan to use it for? Because I think it could be quite good if I were to, say, ignite someone. It might make the situation even more enlightening. I'm now wondering what sort of oil I bought. I was mainly using it for lubricant, you know, in the <laughs> in the armpit factor here and behind the, the knee. Oh, this this knee here, actually. <laughs> you know, you need to keep your mail clean. Well, keep it in mind if you ever want me to light someone on fire. It's definitely a flammable oil that you've purchased. Sig sniffs the oil and decides he wouldn't rub it all over his armor in, in any case. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, is there anything else you guys want to do before we get back to the the crew within the tavern? Can I ask the DM a technical question? Please. I have just procured a herbalism kit, and I would like to know how do I make potions and such? That is probably a good question. The chat thingy. Oh, I just rolled for it. I don't even know how that works. That was a good roll. You made herbs. Um, But I can like... (laughs) potions from it but yeah i think we're, we're basically at the end of tonight's session so what we'll do is we'll have a chat about that leading into the next mm-hmm. session that's probably the best mm-hmm. best thing um but yes it will mean that you can make um yeah potions of some sort but i believe yeah, yeah we'll, f- we'll figure that out we'll figure it out um so yeah did we did we want to do anything before we go back to the other guys or we- i'm happy to <clears throat> head to the tavern you guys are willing to head there as well? Okay. Cool. Yes, I've um, finished my sketch. Okay, okay go It's beautiful. Um, you guys basically head south and arrive just as the as the other three are, are leaving sort of the shrine and heading towards the tavern. Um, as you as you step into the tavern, you've got the 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 sound. It's quite. It's it's a bit, it's about the lunch rush is happening. There's uh there there's people drinking. A lot of the tables are full. Um. And there is a there's a, a man behind the the counter uh, pouring beer and ale uh, and rum and everything that you could possibly want. And there's a there's a barmaid uh, making her way around serving the beer to to patrons. Um, but we'll find out more about what's going on in this tavern next week. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, We also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.